Impact, Income, and Influence. Welcome back to Grow Your Impact, Income, and Influence, the number one show helping you reach millions, millions in your bank account, millions of people, millions of views, whatever you are looking for. We are here to help you reach your goals. And today, I have somebody that takes super complex marketing things that give us all headaches and makes them really, really simple. If you ever have a hard time with marketing and it is holding you up, if you feel like it's a bottleneck or you are constantly grasping at shiny objects or squirrels, today is the episode for you. Ellie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. You look amazing. You sound amazing. And, you. you know, I, I have to tell you, I'm excited to talk to you because I'm really big on clarity. Any of you who can see this video, you guys know that I have these clarity hats that I give out to everybody because it's a huge theme for me. And you take really complex things and you make them crystal clear and easy to implement. Tell me a little bit about that. Absolutely. So that was my struggle when I started into this entrepreneurship um, journey. Everything I wasn't, I didn't know anything about marketing and um, everything seemed very, very complex. But once I actually figured out like the basic pieces of this marketing puzzle, I realized it's not as complex as a lot of people make it out to be. And my mission has been since then to make it as simple as possible for anybody else who wants to venture into online marketing, to grow their business, to sell their stuff. Awesome. So, I mean, obviously nobody starts off being a rock star digital marketer or knowing everything or even knowing like a 10th of everything. Right. So take okay. us back. Where did all of this start for you? You kind of have a fun story with your husband. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you pick it up wherever you want. Absolutely. So, um, my husband and I were running an agency web design development company. And, uh, it, at the beginning when we both jumped ship and left our full-time jobs. It was such an exciting adventure, right? <laughs> like, yeah, we're running our business. But very quickly, it turned out to be just like constant um, feast and famine cycle. Um, neither of us knew how to market. We were great at what we were doing, but we didn't know how to market our business. And what the little that we knew was just all like old fashioned, like old marketing type of things, like show up in networking events, um, you know, getting referrals or, um, you know, filling out proposals, things like that. So we both would be like hustling, trying to get projects in. And then once projects came in, we'd just be head down working on projects. And then we'll turn around as the projects are ending and thinking, oh my God, there's nothing in our pipeline. So that was our life for um, a long time. And I tell you, like every month we talked about, we should pack it up and go back get jobs, which was really, really depressing to do. So um, I- Hang on, I, I have to like say something there because I think I think a lot of entrepreneurs, even people who are successful, have that conversation sometimes because it's like, man, I'm, I gave up a 40 hour a week job to work 80 hours a week. And I'm never sure if there's money coming in. I know like I hear a lot of entry level entrepreneurs, even people who are like, I had a 10K month, I had a 20K month. Yeah, but then you didn't do anything for three months after that because you're so busy fulfilling. And I feel like this is... Um, you're shining a light on something that is really powerful because I think a lot of people struggle with that and they feel shame and guilt around that. So first off, thank you so much for sharing. Now let's go back to the story. How did you solve that problem? That is a huge challenge and I love it. 
So for me at a time, uh, I had been hearing about um, online courses. It was at, like back in 2012 where online courses were at the, not a lot of people were doing it. And there were all this buzz around online course creation. And I thought, you know what, that would be wonderful if I could just package our expertise into an online course. So that's how my adventure into online marketing started. And um, when we started, obviously we didn't, again, I didn't know any marketing and we struggled, right? I wish I could tell you, like we put our first course out there and it was, you know, roses and rainbows, money started flowing, but that wasn't the case. Four years of constant struggle. Uh, but by the time, you know, after four years of trying to figure out how to sell our courses on a consistent basis, I also realized that I love marketing. I fell in love with it. So um, that's how my coaching business started. That's awesome. The um, Well, first off, after four years, was it like you hit a magic hockey stick? Did you guys transition? What kind of happened after four years? See, I'm, I'm glad you're touching on that because a lot of people think like you snap your finger and one day like you have this post that goes viral or this thing that like magic formula you find that it really is not like that as much as a lot of people in my industry, a lot of gurus like to make it sound like that. No, it's um, to me, marketing is all about trying something, putting it out there, analyzing it, tweaking, you know, based on what worked and what didn't work put it out there, analyze it, and just keep going through it until you get to a place where like, okay, I have a system that's working. Now all the pieces are making sense to you. So yeah, no, it was I mean, like four years of constant, like trying trial and error. Well, that's, so I, I know we're taking a little bit of a break, but this is something that is great to talk about. I think so many of quote gurus say, you know, do this and you'll be a millionaire overnight, do this and you'll make this and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, entrepreneurship one is a marathon and not a sprint and two it is a never-ending process the real thing of loving entrepreneurship is exactly what you said putting something together creating something looking for how people interact with it and then tweaking it to make it better right if you look at i don't care whether you're a product person if you look at steve jobs and like the iphone or the ipod let's go back to iPod, right? He put out this huge clunky thing that fixed a problem. Then he Mm -hmm. refined it. Then they came out with the iPod touch. Then they came out with the iPod mini. Then they came out with the iPhone. Like it it was a never ending process. And they're still always refining that process. Then you look at digital courses, right? You can put out a course two years ago that was the end all be all when it came to X thing, but that Mm -hmm. changes over time. It's not a one and done. Sometimes you do get lucky and you have that post that goes viral or that video or whatever, but it is really a game of showing up every day and loving showing up because you love showing up because let's be real. Like if you just want 200 K a year, go get a job. Like if you put five years into that, you will get there the same four, four to five year mark. It's really interesting. I've had this conversation a lot. I would love your thoughts because you've seen a lot. Usually if you can stick with the game for four to five years, that's about where you're really going to hit traction and really start to have a solid, dependable business. That first like three to five years can be hard, but so is college. College is three to five years of a complete waste, if you ask me, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same here. Like it's not something that you're magically gonna skyrocket, but it is something that if you stick with will work. What is your experience in people that you've worked with? And I mean, if you started in 2010, 2011, you've seen a lot of people come and go between now and then. Oh, absolutely. And that is, I mean, you touched on something that 
number one is one of my like, like spots that when I work with people, I try my best to educate them on this. Like, don't expect that even if you have all the pieces to this marketing, that it's going to work immediately. You have to expect that you're going to put something out there and you have to like work at it for years before you get there. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. yes, like you touched on um, earlier, that's been my experience as well. You know, that 80-20 rule, 80% of people really think that um, it, it is like snap your finger. It, it doesn't take that much work and they do disappear. You know, they, they start all excited. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, as soon as they realize, oh, you know what, it, it's a lot more work than I anticipated. They, well, they drop I mean, off, they disappear. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like everybody gets real excited. It's funny. I had one of my old bosses from a long time ago um reach out and they're like i'm doing it like they had seen some facebook post i made or something i'm doing it i'm leaving my job i'm gonna be just like you and i was like okay three months later they were back like hey do you know anyone who's looking for like their networking trying to find a job which honestly i think was a better fit for them they weren't they're they're anyway it is really interesting because it is exciting like you have that excitement in the beginning Uh, one of my favorite quotes is commitment doesn't care how you feel because Mm -hmm. it's really easy to make a decision based on an emotion at the beginning. I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to do this. Well, cool. You're going to be your own boss and you're probably going to make like 30 grand. So (laughs) how do you feel about that? And when you tell people, they're like, no, 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 I'm going to, that is literally what I say to people. I have most of my conversations. Most of my clients are people who are doing a million plus. Um, Mm -hmm. That's my, that's who I work with. But the the people that come to me that are lower and they're like, yeah, just tell me what to do. I'll make it happen. I'm like, okay, so you're going to do this and you're going to make $30,000. How does that feel? Well, no, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to Gary V it. I'm going to overcommit. I'm going to grind it out. I'm like, you're not a fit. I wish you all the best. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Anyway, back to your, so you reach four years, you realize that something needs to change a little bit. You realize that you love marketing, which really is the game of getting people to realize who you are and how to get your message out. And what happens from there? Well, let me tell you the one missing ingredient that I, um, when I added to my marketing or the way that I was going about positioning our, our courses or our offers. And that is something that I talk about a lot with, uh, with clients, with anybody who would listen is, I actually started to um, not to think about money at all. I know, <laughs> I know when I say that to people like, you know, stop thinking about money or your revenue goals. They think like I have two heads right? <laughs> and they look at me like I have two heads or I've lost my mind. Um, I, I, but that's what really the, the little change that I made, the little shift that I made in the way that I was looking at marketing is I stopped thinking about my revenue goals or how much I'm going to sell or what my open rates are in the emails, all of those metrics. And instead, I thought, you know what, the very first day that I decided that I want to put together a training program to sell or start my coaching, that day was started from this desire that I wanted to help people. If I just went back to that desire, to that, 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 you know, passion that I had, and I just do my best to really get to the core of who are these people that I, you know, that would need this thing that I want to give to them. How is this going to help them? What's standing in their way? What are they struggling with? What's keeping them up at night? If I just go back to that and think about that, you know, from to come from like a place of empathy for these people, 
then maybe I don't really have to worry about my revenue goals. Maybe that will like sort of happen all by itself. And I was right about that. When I shifted my focus from money part all the way to the people that I wanted to help, I immediately knew exactly what type of things to put together as far as blog posts go, social media posts, my emails, my offers. And it resonated with people that I was putting in front of. It just resonated with them because it was, it was coming from a place of, I'm here to serve you. I know exactly what you need versus coming from a place of desperation. Right. And that's what a lot of people do. You know, they, they try, they come from that place of, gosh, I need to hit that revenue goal. That's a desperation without really, and there's like no drive behind it. There's no passion behind it. So I would say that was a turning point for me in my business. Hey, thanks for taking a moment to check out this episode of Grow Your Impact, Income and Influence, the number one show helping you reach millions. Have you ever thought about building your own webinar or using public speaking to reach your ideal audience? Well, if you'd like my help with it, over the last several years, I have built more than 40 live events for clients just like you. In the last 18 months, I've helped 32 entrepreneurs build their webinar with over $5 million in cumulative sales. If you'd like to see how I can work with you, or if you'd be interested in having me speak at your event or be on your podcast, go to steven.coffee, that's S-T-E-V-E-N dot C-O-F-F-E-E, -E, to book a short call with me and see how we can work together. All right, let's jump back to the episode. Interesting. We are going to we're going to have to unpack that a little bit more. I come from I I believe 100% in authenticity. I always teach people be authentic, but I am also very big on revenue goals because I think if you don't put a revenue goal out there, it's very hard. Like a lot of people say, "Well, I want a 10k month." If you're aiming for a 10k month, you're probably going to have a 3k month, 4k mm -hmm. month. And that's, I don't, I do agree with you though. Don't come at it from a place of desperation or lack because the minute you do that, that's what you're focusing on. That's what you attract and nobody wants to be there. So let's start with mm -hmm. when you started putting out there, like, I love the fact that you're calling out being authentic and being passionate because that is, you have to be passionate about what you were doing. And if you're not showing up in that, it is really, really hard. So how did you, my question, this is a place of curiosity for me. Yes. How did you make sales if you weren't focused on revenue? See, I think that's the misconception that a lot of people, when you, when you talk about like put yourself out there from place of serving people or from the empathy, immediately that's the, that's a question that I hear a lot as well. Like, well, what about money? And I get that, right? And I'm not, it's it's not like you forget about your, you know, obviously we all have <laughs> expenses and we all have that revenue goal that we need to hit, right? So it's not about like, oh no, I'm just gonna go out there and for free, just help people. It's not about that. It's just a shift in focus, shift in the way you see things. I think a, a lot of gurus out there and a lot of people, they just, they're so focused on, like, what type of post can I write so people would, you know, it would get visibility from people so then they can get interested in me and my offers and come and, you know, buy my stuff. Do you see the problem with yes. this? It's not about them. It's about you. You're like constantly thinking about me, me, me. What can I put on my website? What? All I'm That's saying hot. is just shift that, shift that and think about them. What do they need? What do they want? What are they struggling with? When you do that, you don't have to worry about, you know, uh, what type of things to put in front of them, because all of that is just going to happen, you know, all by itself, because you're going to do, you're going to take the right steps. You're going to do the right steps, you know, uh, 
yeah. move towards the right step. Yeah. I think that's, I, I agree with you. I, I can think of right off the top of my head when you were saying that, I can think of three people who the only thing that they post is so that they can get in people's DMs and then they can try to sell them something, right? And it comes across, like my BS meter is pretty attuned because I've been in this, <laughs> I mean, I've been in the game for almost 10 years. Like I can see where like, oh, I know what you're doing there. I know what you're trying to do. I know exactly what you're talking about. The people who put the fake stuff on their website yes. or they try to like, they try to be more than they are. And they're all trying, coming at a place of manipulation, right? Yes. That is different from, I like, I know what you need. I'm focused on what you need and I sell it. That is yes. a very different place. The reason that I, I think there's a, the other side of what I hear you saying, which I don't think is what you mean. I see a lot of people say, well, I just want to show up and serve. I just want to help people because I work with some of the people that are clients are energy healers. They're in like that, yes. like woo space. And they're like, I just want to show up and serve people. And I don't need to worry about sales. And I'm like, you definitely need to worry about sales because if you just show up and serve people, you're doing yes. it for free and you are going to burn out really fast. So there's, but I think what we're aligned on is it's coming from a place of passion and it's coming from a place of this is what you need, not what I want to give you, but this mm -hmm. is what you need. And that's why I'm here. And if it's, if it's a good fit, great, we'll work together. If it's not a good fit, that's okay. Because then you're going to attract the people that you really want to work with. Um, I think that, that is key. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go let's, ahead. Well, let's shift a little bit. Let's talk about how do you, so Zig Ziglar, the Zig Ziglar quote that comes to mind around what you're saying is, um, if I show up in service, right, I'm trying to remember the exact quote. Um, if I serve enough people, if I serve people, I'm going to look up the quote. Hang on. Help, I mean, help, enough, help enough people to get what they want so you can get what you want. I think that's yes. what it is. If you help enough people get what they want, you will you get can what have you anything want. you want. You can yep. have, yeah. You can have everything in life you want if you just help other people get what they want. Exactly. And that is true. Yes. The um, look at that. We put it together. Quote. <laughs> we did it. Yay to us. <laughs> um, so my question to you then, following up, when that shifted, when you started doing that instead. Did you create a different program? How did your marketing change? Because I think that's the question. I think some people, the people that usually post all of that horrible stuff is mm -hmm. because that's what they feel like they have to do to make money. They're driven from desperation. So my question is, when you switched, how did your marketing switch? So, I mean, at the end of the day, marketing is marketing, right? <laughs> and to me, um, the way I see marketing is just a transition where you're like, it's a path that you're laying out for your customers, for your prospects. From the moment that you're getting in front of them where they get to know you, that you exist, all the way where you're leading them down this path where they get to know you more, you build a relationship with them, you build trust with them. And then finally they decide, you know what, this is the right person and I'm gonna buy from this person, whatever that is, you know, coaching program, courses, whatever services. So that, however you do that, you know, some people call it funnel, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, that has to be there. All those pieces have to be there and you have to do that. <laughs> There's no, if you want to be online and you want to sell stuff, you have to lay some sort of a path for your prospects to follow. So that doesn't go away. Those pieces doesn't, you know, they don't go away. It's just the way you go through presenting those pieces, those content pieces, the experiences that you're creating for your prospects that's coming from either a place of, 
you know, I'm here genuinely to help you, or I'm going to push and shove stuff in front of your face and force you, coerce you to buy from me. That's the only difference, right? And in, in that shift that happens from me, my marketing, and that's what I teach people, um, you know, to, to do or how to approach their marketing. Okay. So I want to unpack that a little bit more. I want some specifics. Like mm -hmm. I agree. You have to have a funnel when you're online. How do yes. you get people to the funnel if you are coming from the place that you're talking about versus a place of, I'm just going to post a bunch of BS or high pressure tactics? How, how are you teaching people to be different? So the very first step that I, um, and I mean, we've all heard about like, define your why, what is your why? And I know we've heard this so, you know, from, I don't need to like rehash it, but that's truly where I start with everybody. Like find out your why, why is you, what is the reason behind you and your brand and your offers existing? What's that deeper, you know, it has to be beyond money. It has to be beyond like, I want to work from home or blah, blah, blah has to be something really meaningful. What is that? And for everybody, even though on the, on the surface, they might say like, no, I don't know. I don't really have a deep why. It's just like, I'm good at this and I want to sell it. There's always a deeper why. So defining that, right? Because that's going to um, help you get out of bed every morning and to have that drive to, to go after what you want. And that why is a lot of times really tied into the people that we want to help right? Because it ties into what we want to sell, which means it's going to help make someone's life better, right? So by defining, just getting clear on that, then from there, you can create all those content pieces that happens, content experiences that, that you put out there, right? Whether it is your, or, you know, just initial attraction that you're putting stuff out there, your, I don't know, YouTube videos, your social posts, your blog posts, or what have you, whatever it is that you're going to use, from it's all coming from that discovery that you did to get to know your why and how that's tied into what you sell and how that helps solve someone's bigger problem or makes their life better. And then you using that, that information all the way through, you know, like as you're transitioning them from the attraction phase to the next phase, where I call engagement, where you're engaging them with them further, where they get to know you better. And maybe you get them inside your email list, or maybe you bring them into your chat bot or whatever next, maybe inside your groups, right? And then from there, you nurture them further. Is it inside your groups that you're nurturing them? Again, it's content experiences. Is it through your, you know, your um, uh, email list or whatever way that is, all the way to conversion, right? So that's, you know, quote unquote, the funnel that you're using, those content experiences, but it all starts from that very first initial place where you're going deep, understanding who are these people, what do they need, and how can I help serve them? Okay. So I agree. I think, I think that is the right way to go about attracting people. Um, I want to ask what is the biggest mistake, not the people that put out the fake stuff or that try to push too much, but what is the biggest mistake that people make when they're trying to put out stuff around their why? What is, cause I think a lot, like there's a, there are people out there that you see, write Like these story posts or, you know, they do like a long rambly Facebook live or a mm -hmm. YouTube video. What, what do you see as the mistake that people make mm -hmm. when expressing their why? So I would say, I mean, there, there could be so many things in that. Right? <laughs> it's such a complex question, but I would say the top two things to watch out for. Um, number one, I, I really believe that there is a balance between like um, nurturing or self serving and selling. 
and not understanding that balance, right? Like the example you gave um, about people showing up on Facebook and rambling on and on and on. Well, people are not there. I'm like, information is everywhere. Like your audience is not looking for information. They're looking for transformation, right? And your job as the authority, as the go-to expert is not to throw more information at people. Your job is to help them see things from a different perspective. So when you create these content experiences, you're trying to help them, give them insight, give them those change of perspectives, right? That's how you um, help them see like there, is, there can be a better life by like working with you or buying from you, right? So I think that's um, that's like, I pointed out too, but it's sort of tied together, right? Like the balance between selling and um, um, selling and serving and also um, thinking that like information is what people are looking for. So um, combination of those two, I think is the biggest mistake a lot of people make. Okay. That's good. I think I, I agree with that. Um, what do you say to people? Like we're going to touch on the sales piece. How do mm -hmm. you think people should approach selling? Because I think what I have seen with people that go that are more heart centered or more they're why centered, right? They're scared mm -hmm. to ask for the sale and they mm -hmm. put it off and they kind of get passive aggressive with it. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, they're like, you have to buy from me. <laughs> or, or they don't ever have that conversation, right? They're just like, I just keep putting out content and nobody buys. What do you think the direct, like the correct path is? Well, let me, let me first um, say this. I personally believe that um, if you genuinely care about the people that you want to help, um, then it is up to you. It is not up to them to decide. It is up to you to help them see that working with you or buying from you is going to give them the result that they're looking for, is going to get them to that experience, the better life that they're looking for, right? So if you think about it like that, that if you don't actually take an active role, proactive um, sort of stance on helping them see or navigating them to buying whatever it is that you're selling, they're gonna stay there struggling. Right. So um, coming from that perspective, selling starts from the very first interaction someone has with you, in my opinion. Right. Because if you like you, you said it perfectly, if you wait too long, you're going to be in the friend zone right? and you don't want to do that. So it, it, it has to happen from the very beginning. There has to be that balance of there is a better life. Give them that change of perspective, give them that insight and show them where that better life can happen, right? By buying from you, by working with you. So it's it starts from the very, very beginning. Okay, I'll, and I like the friend zone analogy. I think that's a good one. I talk a lot about dancing. Um, yeah. I think dancing and like how like romance and all of that, like I think it's a very good parallel um, that it's, and a lot of people are really frustrated in marketing the same way they are in relationships. So I like I like the the friend zone analogy. That's good. So last question I have for you. I want to back out just a little bit and I want to say, what is what's something that you see either sales gurus or people talking about that you're just you cringe at and you usually have to tell like if somebody comes to you to work with you, you're like, no, 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 you've been doing it wrong stop doing that, start doing this. What is something that you see as bad advice? I think we touched on this a little bit um, early on. Uh, one of the things that really gets under my skin is so many people in my industry, unfortunately, make, make it seem like 
you know, there is just like, you're missing like a secret ingredient. You're missing this like secret formula. Or if you sign up for my, I don't know, LinkedIn uh, <laughs> training, your life is going to be, you know, you're going to be laying on a beach, um, drinking pina colada and money's going to flow into your bank account. And I, 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 it's not the truth, you know? And so all these people putting out this type of promises, these empty promises, it, are they're misleading. You know, they're preying on other people who actually have a shot. They have, you know, something really amazing that a lot of people can benefit from. But because they think, you know, um, that there is like a secret formula that they, they don't know about, they're hopping from one strategy to the next, one tactical thing to the next versus, you know, sticking to one thing till they can see results. So that to me is the biggest disservice that a lot of people in my industry, unfortunately, are, you know, doing to, <laughs> to you know, to people. I mean, it's, I, I agree with you. And I think it's also, I mean, it's, it's what sells, right? Like it's, everybody wants the quick fix. They want the magic bullet. I agree with you. I mean, it's the same thing. I think, I think marketing, I think business is a marathon. Yes. I think that you need, it's not a magic bullet. It's a whole bunch of bullets that go in to add up to success, right? Like, yeah. I don't necessarily love the bullets analogy, but I think like it is, you need to know how to do a whole bunch of different things. That's the game of entrepreneurship is yeah. you have to be, you have to have a lot of skills in order to make the thing work. And you can either buy those skills by buying people to work for you, or you need to go learn them. And, but to your point, the thing that sells, especially to like the people getting started is this is the magic bullet. This will fix everything for you, whether it's Facebook ads or whether it's, you know, Instagram or blah, 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 whatever it is, there's everybody's grabbing for that. Yeah. And it, it is, it does make me sad, but it's also like, if you're, if this is the thing, if you're honest and you say it's a marathon, you're going to attract one tenth of the people, but the people that you attract will actually be with you for the long run. Um, yes. So I think that is a huge piece. So I know you have a webinar that explains what you do in a little bit more detail. If you guys found this podcast exciting and you thought that we had some really good conversation, um, tell people a little bit about the webinar that you're offering them. Absolutely. So this uh, webinar is um, uh, it's actually the roadmap that. I believe everyone who doesn't really understand all the different pieces that goes into marketing should really understand, right? And I touched on that earlier, where if you want to get in front of your prospects the right way and create like correct content experiences, where it just takes, you are taking them by the hands from the initial, you know, where they're getting to know you all the way to converting and to buying from you, you need to have these um, pieces together, that roadmap together. And um, the name of the webinar is, roadmap. <laughs> and that's okay. what I talk about. I, I unpack that and, you know, all those content experiences, what you should think about and how to, um, you know, how to create that for yourself, for your offers and um, for your audience. Awesome. Well, we will link that down below. If you want to check out the roadmap webinar, it is linked in the show notes. Elliot, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and having this conversation with me. It has been a blast to talk to you. Last thing I have for you, I want to know your top two or three books that you think everybody should read. 
Top two, three. So I'm actually, it's a mix of things. Number one that I've read almost 20 times is The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. So I'm all about subconscious mind. I'm all about, uh, you know, coming at it from that perspective. Um, Think and Grow Rich. I know everybody pretty much knows that. I've read that so, so many times. And um, a new book that I'm reading, actually, I forgot the name of it, is by Joe Dispenza. And it's all about um, becoming supernatural. supernatural. Yes, that's yeah. my, I've read it once and now I'm reading it again. So I, I'm fascinated by how to um, tap into your subconscious mind. So I do a lot of that, a lot of those type of books versus like marketing books. <laughs> Hope nice. I did that's... not disappoint. <laughs> no, no, the Joe Spencer book that you're talking about, Becoming Supernatural, is a great book. Um, I recommend the audio version. I think the written was a little bit dense and hard to get through. I have both of them, but I think that they are wonderful. Um, Those are great recommendations. Thank you so much for sharing. You guys, if you want to learn more about the subconscious mind, go check out either Becoming Supernatural or The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Both of those are good reads. Go check out our webinar. Ellie, once again, thank you for coming on. And to everybody else out there, until next time, take action, change lives, and make money. We will see you soon. Thank you so much. Are you looking to scale your business but trying to figure out how to get your message across? Well, go to storyselling.how to grab my free course that will show you how to discover everything that you need to build your business through stories. These stories work whether it's in social media, email, or public speaking. There are five core stories that you'll learn. You'll be able to use all of them by the time you're done with this course. Again, that is storyselling.how. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to tune in next time.